What is up? Welcome to the week five edition of Matchup Points here, the live stream at fantasypoints.com. I'm John Hansen, Greg Cosell, Adam Kaplan here, ready to rock and roll. We're just talking a little baseball here before the show, but we'll uh, we'll pass on that. We'll stick to football here as we get ready for week number five. I'm sure everyone is doing well, so we'll get right into it. Indianapolis at Denver. And Adam, what do you think? We'll start with you, Mr. Kaplan, in terms of the backfield now post-Javante Williams. It does kind of feel like they're ready to hand Melvin uh a significant role like bell cow type of stuff here. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, maybe so. Boone is a changeup. He's got some juice to the backfield. And then of course Latavius is added as a third back. We'll we'll see what his margin for error is. Uh the staff does like him. Obviously, that's why he had that strange role with Javante. Now Javante's X'd out until next season. And in fact, we'll see when he's ready, John. As you know, it's a devastating injury. It's really bad. It's a very bad knee injury. So. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But that's it. I mean, that's pretty much uh, you know the way I see it my guy Dr. Mark Addicts our guy our friend um, talked about it today and you know feels like it could be like a mid-season thing potentially returning next year uh, for Javante Greg you've seen the tape of uh, Denver um, and you've seen a little uh, Indy Colts here so uh, what do you think about this matchup for Russell Wilson and the offense how how do you think I think you've seen Russell at least twice what are your impressions as we get deeper into the season where they are? Well, obviously, it's an offense that still doesn't have much rhythm to it, much timing to it. Uh, they're obviously working through that. Um, you know, again, I don't know what's in Russell, Russell Wilson's head. Um, you know, I think from what you've heard and what you read about Russell Wilson, he would very much like to evolve into one of those precise pocket quarterbacks. And that could be a little bit of a work in progress. Um, but you know, this is an offense that has really struggled to, to generate any kind of consistency and, and sustainability. Um, so, you know, and, and they're playing against a team that has a pretty good front. Um, it's not a great defense, but they're a front four base defense. And I know Leonard will be out again, but players who've played in his place, cause he just came back last week and then went out have actually played well. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't think it's an easy test for them on that side of the ball. I would call it a favorable matchup for his two top targets, though. Cortland Sutton and Judy Faison. Uh, and I know you love Kenny Moore, but he, he's getting a little older. Seems seems like he's given up some plays. And, of course, Gilmore. But, you know, I don't know if Stephon Gilmore's Stephon's Gilmore. Yeah, they play Rodgers a lot, too, on the outside. So Rodgers and Faison kind of split and, and rotate and – have almost an equal number of snaps. Mm -hmm. Well, over on the Colts side of things, back to you, Adam. uh, Naheem Hines, it will be interesting. I did go with a prop. I think it was over 34 yards rushing or 33. You know, we've always talked about Hines as being a little underrated as an inside runner or just an, a runner, essentially, I, I guess it'll, uh, this will be a good litmus test. What do you, what do you think? What do you expect? Uh, have you heard anything about what they're going to do? No, no Taylor. Yeah. So Hines up first, the kid Deion Jackson's got some good size from Duke. You might remember him as an undrafted free agent last year. Mm-hmm. And then Lindsay was added off the practice squad. So that's it. I mean, they, they, based on the way that everything's going and they're, I mean, John, they're scoring 16 points a game. Actually, I'm sorry, 14.25 points per game. 
got shut out once. It's it's hard, man. Pittman is the only touchdown for them at the receiver position. That's embarrassing. Yeah, one, and one. and Adam, um, Greg, back to you. It, it really is worrisome this O line. Now maybe they get better as the year progresses, but man, it's like this is like uh, Groundhog Day with Matt Ryan from the last couple of years in in Atlanta. But I I do like uh, our guy Alec Pierce. You know, I, I was at the Senior Bowl. I kind of liked him. I'm like, uh, well, I actually watched his highlights before I went. I'm like, oh, this guy's interesting. Watched him practice. I was talking to a fellow analyst. He kind of nitpicked him. I'm like, I don't know. He looks pretty good to me. Uh, but I think he's showing really well, Greg. What, what do you see out of Alec Pierce? Yeah, I mean, I think that if they can get their protection issues taken care of, look, they were their, their O-line was physically handled this past week by the Titans. Mm-hmm. And and that included Nelson, who had some bad reps this week. So yeah. the Titans Nelson. were able to rely primarily on the four-man D-line pass rush, and they generated pretty consistent pressure on Matt Ryan. And that's kind of been the case all season. So mm-hmm. that needs to be cleaned up because Matt Ryan is – he doesn't have anything else to do other than yeah. throw from the pocket. Yeah. He's not going to escape and make plays. So he needs to be secure in the pocket. And if that's not the case – then we can talk about Pierce, Pittman, and Campbell all day long because they're actually there's a lot of talent there, but they will not be big factors. Need a left tackle in the worst way, really do. Yeah, yeah, but um, Pierce, like, I mean, it's early, but I, I see like this guy is good. Like he's already showing that he can win. You know, contested catch type of things, and you know, running a. Well, I agree. I mean, great. I agree, Basically, John, but I, the numbers might not be there this year. Right. Yeah, I I know it's only a couple of plays, but uh, I think everything you had in your prospect guide I, we're kind of seeing already. You see that back shoulder to throw down the field that Ryan, um, that Matt Ryan threw him last week. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I saw it. That's beautiful, right? I mean, yeah. that's a I mean, it's a kid playing his third game ever. I mean, I thought that was pretty good. Uh, moving on to the Giants and the Packers. Adam, what is uh, the latest on uh, Daniel Jones? I, I know that they... He's going to play, but here's yeah. the problem. They don't know who's going to line up at receiver. Four of the five receivers on the roster are hurt. Galladay does not sound like he's going to play. Doesn't sound good for uh, Tony. I mean, they, they need to... Like, this is this is getting almost... Now, Wondell started working. Uh, yeah. Wondell started working this week. They'll see. The only They have two healthy receivers. Actually, they have six if you count James. Six receivers on the roster. Sills and Darius Slayton are the only healthy of the six. I mean, we did get a Slayton sighting last week. We had to play there, ran out of receivers. Yeah. I mean, it's a guy who was getting regular. He was starting. Like, he was a starter for them, yeah, for the first his yeah. first few years. But he was an inconsistent player. Mm. And uh, Kenny Galladay, who they were forced to play last week because they had no one else. And Sterling Shepard, you know, is done. So they're, they got a problem, man. They, they are another team that really cannot score. 16 points a game is not going to work. Greg, I mean, Saquon obviously looks great, but it, it it is a little strange, this offense right now. It's like Saquon and Daniel Jones running around a little bit, right? I mean, I don't know how sustainable the giant offense is right well, now. Well, they don't really have a pass game right now, as Adam suggested. And, yeah. you know, ultimately, if you want to be a good team in this league, and it doesn't happen with every team, and nor does it happen automatically early in the season, but you have to be able to win more than one way on offense in this league if you really want to yeah. be a good team. And the Giants right now can't do that. What? How much of the Giant D have you seen this year? 
Uh, have some interesting players. I think I've seen a decent amount. Um, Adam, what do you? What have you heard about uh, where where the giant D is right now? Anything? I mean, Dexter Look, Lawrence. No, Look, uh, Winks. Winks got him overachieving a little bit because they've had a lot of injury. Ojalari's had this calf injury. Thibodeau came back from the knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Love is hurt now at safety. Flot, who's the third rounder, the corner, he's been hurt. Uh, that's why. Well, they brought in Landon, uh, Landon Collins, who we kind of know who he is at this point of his career, but. They've had some injuries. Leonard Williams has missed time with a knee problem. Right, yep. right, right, right. But you know, look, they're they're kind of overachieving. If you look at all the injuries they've had, they really shouldn't be three and one. Greg's right; they can't score. They can't score. Tell you what, that Rashawn Gary Greg has kind of worked out, man. I oh I yeah, he's he was, a really good oh, player. Green Bay. Green Bay, yeah, Green Bay, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just talking yeah. about back that. to them. Sorry, yeah, I'm just looking over the he's depth a, chart he's, there. He's become a really good player. Yeah, really good. Well. Uh, not a good week for Daniel Jones. I mean, if the guy can't run on a bad ankle, I, you know, there's nothing there left. Well, uh, Kenny Pickett uh, goes to Buffalo as we move along here, the week five edition of matchup points here at fantasypoints.com. Greg, did you get a chance uh, today to watch uh, Kenny Pickett or no? I did. Okay. Um, what'd you see uh, off the bench? I, to me, it was one of those deals where, you could tell quickly if a kid can handle it and if a kid can play. And for me, for my money, Kenny Pickett passed that test with flying flying colors. Yeah, and he's he's an aggressive thrower. And and I think in the NFL you have to be. So he throws to one on ones. He was yeah. on third down. He he threw to the one on ones. He he made the great throw to Fryermuth where he had pressure the second he released the ball and it was right in his face. So so he saw it as he was getting ready to deliver and he stood and delivered. Um I think one thing that he will need to work on um, at mm. times, he showed a tendency to drift backward when he cannot deliver with timing. And that's something you can't do in this league. So we'll see how that gets worked on. Um, and he's obviously athletic, athletic. He can get out yeah. of the pocket and throw on the move, but no, it didn't. He, there was no sense, John, and I know what you're saying. And I saw it too, yeah. which is separate from the X's and O's that he, it, it, there was, he wasn't playing fast. It wasn't overwhelming. Yep. He yep. just looked like a quarterback out there playing. Absolutely. And a beautiful sign. It, again, it's one of those things. Um, it, it, we're constantly learning. And, you know, when we try and get this stuff right, basically, at least for me, uh, and it's like, you know, don't harp on the fact that he doesn't do any one thing unbelievably great. Focus on the fact that he literally does everything pretty damn well, you know? Um, is that fair with Kenny Pickett? Yes, in my opinion. And I actually thought in watching him throw it that he it, the ball came out pretty good. Yeah. A lot of people said his arm isn't that good. And it's not a gun, obviously. You know, he's not one of those guys. But I thought the ball came out pretty well. What about this week, though? I mean, you want to talk about a tough test. It's a uh, tough task. Yeah. It's a well, really Adam, good defense. Where are they injury-wise here uh, in, in Buffalo? Do we have anything of note here? Um, yeah, I mean, look, their yeah. secondary is, I mean, it's, it's still a problem. They still have a lot of guys. Uh, Benford's not going to play with his broken hand. As the, well, here's a big one. This is huge, yeah. uh, huge for Fryermuth. Tremaine Edmonds is out of practice. Yeah, and he got hurt in last week's game with a hamstring injury. That's obviously not good for them. Poyer's he been may out, not too. go because hamstrings, you know, yeah. usually you don't go yeah. the next week. Yeah. And, and, and here's the problem to, for those of you who have Dawson Knox. And I know he's been a disappointment. This is his fourth injury of the season. He is yeah, now, this is a nightmare. Who is this? Uh, Dawson, Dawson Knox. Knox. Yeah. He, oh, is he out this week? Well, it doesn't look good. He has foot and hamstring issues. Yeah. Um, McKenzie. Now, McKenzie's 
going through the protocol pretty well. He got some light work. He didn't, he isn't clear for contact yet, mm-hmm. but he worked today some, so that's good. Greg. Uh, so, yeah. And by the way, Jordan Poyer with the ribs, he's not been clear for contact. Oh boy. Uh, so, so no Tremaine Edmonds, Greg, that would be correct. Huge for Fryermuth, right? Um, well, when you say huge for maybe, I mean, they're not a heavy man to man team. So, uh, you know, that's a tough question to answer. I do um, see, I do see Edmonds on that tight end a lot in the red zone though. It, it, yeah, but normally Edmonds is not the tight end matchup, John. Right. If they do play man. It's maybe he's just around Edmonds. the ball a lot, you know? Could be. So, you know, we'll see, but Edmonds would be a big loss. But you know what's yeah. funny? They've lost people and they just keep playing pretty true. well on defense. True. Very true. Um, they, it, it sure looks like they're going to need contributions from Khalil Shakir uh, with Crowder yep. out. Uh, Greg, you kind of like Khalil Shakir. I really liked him coming out. And I thought through the preseason, I, I, I believed he would end up playing this season. Uh, mm-hmm. And obviously you, you don't know what kind of injuries occur, but I think that he's a really good prospect. I think he can line up inside and outside. He catches the ball. Um, I think there's a savvy to him for a rookie receiver. Um, you know, uh, Allen hit him on a big play on that final uh, winning drive this week where yeah. Allen had to move and make a second reaction throw, and Shakir found an open spot on the sideline. So, no, I'm not saying, John, that he's going to, you know, be a big-time targeted guy, you know, 12 times. But if he has to play a lot of snaps, I think they'll. I think he'll just be part of the offense. They'll throw yeah. him the ball. So I could add that they actually cross-trained him on Greg's point. They cross-trained him at um, both the slot and the Z position, and uh, to back you to back up Diggs. So he could, as on Greg's point, he could play inside or outside. Because if you remember, a lot of people thought he'd just be a slot, and they didn't look at him yeah. just a slot. They they were sort of we don't see him the way other teams did. And he looked with with uh, I know Crowder hadn't done much, but they don't. And remember, Kumaro's out. He has yeah, a high yeah, yeah. John. So yeah. this kid, they don't yeah. have the receiver. And if McKenzie looks like he's got a shot to play, but if McKenzie doesn't play, he's going to have to play a lot of here. Yeah, I, I forgot to add him to the damn waiver wire. I mean, not as digging deep, but for those sure. in, in larger leagues, for sure. Uh, I, I was going to get him in our ACI league, but I, I just couldn't. I tried to pull a trade to clear up a spot, but I didn't do it. But yeah, he got picked up. He's absolutely a a good stash uh, guy. But but what about Gabe Davis? I thought that was a great sign that he was a full go yesterday in practice on Wednesday. And he took all his reps today. He's he's good to go. In fact, uh, it's the first time he's taken all of his reps in three weeks. Well, you know what we've learned about Gabe Davis over the last couple of years? Dude does not play well hurt. Um, he was terrible last week. I mean, he had, Greg, there were, there were pretty bad drops last week for Gabe, right? Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Right. Okay. Yeah, they were pretty bad. I don't remember. Well, you know, he's he's dropped. Look, he dropped a touchdown against Miami. They would have won that game. And then last week he had some drops as well. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I remember because I had him last year, Adam, in the ACI. And he 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 probably like a mild knee spray, man. He wasn't the same for a while. So there is a guy who it's a great sign that he practiced fully because going forward i'm on full alert if that guy's limited all week like i okay. don't know if we well we let me just them. put it this way though with gabe davis because of all the injuries they have he has to uh, produce they can't just throw to one guy like they need sure. someone else to actually catch the sure. football right and they and, think super highly of him from the front office to the yeah i'm sure guy yeah he needs to stay on the field 
It, it, look, it's just a, it's a little Don't bit of a rough off. start. It's a little bit of a rough start. Yeah. But yeah. hey, uh, he did he did uh, he did kick ass week one. Uh, but Greg, quickly, uh, Steeler defense, you know. They're vulnerable against the run. I, I don't. I guess they'll commit to Singletary or give him some care. Who knows? But I mean, the Steelers D, no Watt. Uh, what are they? I mean, they're are they below average overall right now? Yeah. Well, they play a lot of man coverage. Um, they play a lot of one robber. What's is is Kirkpatrick? What's the deal with him, Adam? I mean, he, you you know you mean um. Fitzpatrick. Um, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Minka hasn't been cleared yet. Oh. So there you go. I mean, he'd be a big loss. Yeah. And then um the 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 uh the kid who came over from the Niners also has not been cleared. Witherspoon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Our some reason our um injury report doesn't update on the Steelers for some reason. That's why I didn't see that. Uh I mean, but on the outside, John, on the outside, they play Wallace at left corner, Sutton at right corner. They play uh, Molette at the slot corner. Um, that that's how they roll. You know, they're predominantly a nickel defense. They don't play much dime. Um, although I think they'd like to play more dime, but they've had injuries. So um, we'll see. You know, if 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 Minka can't go, it'll be Norwood, the second year player from Oklahoma, a player I really liked coming out. Um, he played a lot last year as a rookie, so he replaced him uh, this week. So. You know, obviously Minka's Minka, but, you know, they're they have to rely on pressure and, you know, they haven't been able to get a whole lot of pressure. Highsmith has been here and there, but uh, yeah. otherwise there hasn't been a lot of pressure. They're going to try and play a lot of man against Steph Diggs. Good luck. And, and Gabe Davis, too. <clears throat> Possibly. I mean, you know, we'll see. Maybe they'll play more zone. Right. OK. Chargers, Browns and uh, boy, it sure looks like uh, Justin Herbert is already back to full strength. Uh, uh, Greg, what, did you see – you didn't see that tape from him last right, week. I saw right? Herbert this week, yep. Oh, did you? Um, yeah. how, how, did he look as good as uh, it seemed he looked? Yeah, I mean, he looked – I mean, Herbert, for the most part, looks relatively the same all the time. Um, you know, yeah. so uh, I know a Just lot of people – Just kind of monitoring with that injury situation, you know. Yeah, but oh, I mean, job. even so, he's, he still played the week before. I know they lost badly to Jacksonville – but I didn't think he was bad in that game. You know, they just happened to lose. Um, You know, I know a lot of people complain about their offense. Uh, You know, what I hear from people, and Adam, I don't know if you hear the same thing, is that basically they're running the Drew Brees offense for Justin Herbert. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh, You know, it's the point is, is they're an efficient passing team. And, you know, they do take shots here and there. They're orchestrated shots. I'm not sure what people expect, uh, but, you know, Herbert's an efficient player. I feel like Herbert pushes that ball down the field more than Breeze, though. Maybe I'm – yeah, I guess he did kind of. They took their shot plays, that's for sure. Yeah. Remember, yeah. remember John, um, that Palmer did get hurt, as I told you the other day? Right. And, yeah, and the problem is they don't they don't know about Keenan Allen for this week. It doesn't it's not look looking good. good. No, and Palmer – my sense is Palmer will play. I just don't know how good that ankle is. Yeah. He was limited okay. in the game by it. There was clearly limited by it. There was, he just wasn't yeah. off. That would explain why he had such a poor game. Well, there's a lesson learned. I mean, we all love Palmer, but, you know, still a young player. We don't know about how, you know, he plays through injury now. And so, you know, don't use him 
you know, because oftentimes a guy like that, oh, Kenyon, I mean, it's a receiver. What do you, I don't know, if, you know, what it's an ankle. I mean, it is a receiver has an ankle injury. You can't expect him to do anything. It, I, I hear what you're saying that he's a young player, but this is not <laughs> Kadarius Tony with a hamstring needing to learn how to play with it. This is just, he has an ankle injury. So, no, I'm just, I'm just talking about going forward, lesson learned from last week almost like just going forward with a guy like him. Like, he's a guy like, Oh, Keenan's out, and you want to use him over a guy you drafted to start because he's, you know, got a good matchup. But maybe, you know, you got to be a little bit more desperate to use guys like that. Uh, had he not gotten hurt, I, I, I mean, I think he, I think he's did he get targets good. though? What's that in the game? Didn't he yeah, get I targeted? Know, yeah, I, I, the only thing is, I don't know what point of the game he got hurt. They just indicated that he was not. No, it's a, no, he only had one. Yeah, so Damn. I'm guessing it was because that's why the kid Bandy played. Uh, yeah, and Bandy had some catches now. I love him. He he he'll never as an NFL player. I I I I saw him in training camp, and I asked someone in the front office, I "said Who is this kid?" I said, "Oh, you got to look up his his uh his football career. It's not what you would. Th- he might have played rugby or something. He, he definitely right. something in another sport. But he's a kid who can play inside or outside. He can go get it. And he did the day that I was there, and they had him off the practice squad. So John, um. We'll we'll monitor this injury because he did have one catch with for twenty five yards. Yeah, but I understand what you're saying, but this is kind of like it just happened. So right, yeah, clearly. Yeah. Well, well, especially going forward, if he's active, we can't use him this week. No, with the ankle, no. I I would unless we're that's desperate. A great point. Now that's a great point. That's I mean, you know what? I think that's the damn point I tried to make, but never yeah. mind. Uh, well, Greg, um, how much of the brown D have you seen? Because I w- I've been a little surprised, and maybe it's just a function of the you know early portion of the season. But you know, especially on the secondary, th- they have not been very good this year. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of them. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, I don't really know. Um, I think maybe I saw them early in the season, but not the last couple of weeks. So I, yeah, I, I Ward, Adam, I, I'm sure you've heard Ward's not having a good year. He's been hurt. He's been on the injury report right. every week. Right. Greedy, Greedy Williams has been out. Uh. Ronnie Harrison, who's sort of like uh, their big nickel safety, he's been hurt. They've had some injuries. You know, Clowney's been out two weeks. He's probably not playing this week, although he says he's going to – He even if he doesn't practice, he thinks he has a chance to play. It's hard to do that, not practicing for three weeks. And obviously, Garrett, in his injury, though, it looks like he's, he's back this week. So they've had a lot of injuries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, David and Joku looking pretty good. Uh, clearly the second option of the passing game, even though they're using Harrison Bryant a lot. Uh, Amari Cooper this week. Greg, any thoughts on a matchup that might entail Amari Cooper running against like JC Jackson, who has given up production this year? He's I know he has. And I've noticed that when I've watched the Charger defense that he's he has given up plays and some plays down the field as well. Does he look limited? Because he's off. He's finally off the injury report. But if, remember, he had ankle surgery. Before. Yeah, that's hard for me to say. When a guy's on the field, he's playing. So I, you know, I don't know. Uh, you could, but you couldn't know. Okay. okay. You, you can't really. T- I mean, unless the guy's limping around. But yeah. if a guy's okay. out there playing gotcha. and there's no visible sign of injury, then okay. all you can do is is watch him play. You okay. know. Um, I'm just curious because with him giving up that kind of production, it's surprising. It is. It, it's been surprising, and obviously, although what's interesting is. Based on what I've seen so far, they don't really use him as a matchup corner. They play sides. He plays the boundary, and Samuel plays the field. Per uh, fantasy points data, Jackson lines up on the left at 53% and the right 35 Never inside for sure. Never inside. 
that's all that's all Callahan there. Um, well, Eckler's good. He's still good. We learned that, uh, and we're going to use him in fantasy. Let's move on to Houston at Jacksonville. You know, I, I sent out a, a poll question. Not that they're the same kind of players, but I, I wonder if in two to three years they're in the same vicinity in terms of the hierarchy there at quarterback. Like, Kenny Pickett against Trevor Lawrence, like – you know, that's that's an. I thought that was a pretty interesting comparison in terms of like let's look look forward or you know in a couple of years look back who who has who's off to the better start who's looking like they're having a better career. You think that's you think they're comparable? In 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 what way? I mean, in in terms of like, are you you're confident? Are you talking style of play traits? I'm just yeah I'm, yeah no it's a, it's a very generic question. Uh, just just overall like you know, like who is the better overall, who would you rather have running your team? Basically like you're, you're starting a franchise in three years. You want to go pick it or do you want to go Lawrence? I think that would be a tough question for me. Um, you know, neither one is a big armed guy. Um, right. You know, obviously They're not a lead in any area. What's that? They're not elite in any really area, um, but they're good in all. Mostly. Yeah, and then you know Lawrence is bigger. Um, I think that you could argue that that Pickett is a smoother mover than Lawrence. Lawrence throws the ball really well on the run. Um, Pickett made a very good throw running to his left in this game this past week. Um, but I think for me that would be a tough question because again, maybe I'm in the minority, but I and and we'll see how it plays out. But I really liked Kenny Pickett's tape coming out of pit um yeah. i know that there were coaches i spoke to who didn't feel the same way that i did um they thought that he had that the limitations were meaningful i didn't think that yeah, but yeah. so for me that would be a hard question to answer i John, think all three of us target. what's that Go ahead. no i'm just going to give you a nugget so uh quarterbacks coach i'm pretty friendly with uh who's you know in the league and he did not like Pickett the way he threw the football he said I, he, he he i guess he I guess he, he this this coach interviewed him at the combine. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. and he said he did really well on it. He said he's a really good processor. Right. Just, the problem is that's huge. It is. It's huge at this level because if Hell he yeah. can be halfway there, but he had a real problem with his arm strength and his hand size, and there's there's really nothing. You know, there's not much you can do. Yeah. Uh, now, as Greg has taught us over the years, an arm can improve. Yeah, it can. Greatly. Yeah, and and I, look, I and. Different, you know, reasonable people disagree on this. So I'm not saying that who you spoke to is wrong. And I would never say that because this guy's in the league and he, you know, he works. But I just did not see the arm strength as, as big an issue as, as other people have told me. And maybe that's me. Maybe I'm the one who's wrong, John. But, you know, look, he does not have a gun. That's obvious. But, yeah. I, don't, you know, to me, he is not an average, below average arm strength right. thrower. He's right. not. He's not right. high level, right. but you know, people talk about him like he's almost like he's got a rag arm. Well, yeah, exactly. Mac Jones, Greg, his arm. He's got right? a better arm to me than Mac Jones, but Does he? really, yeah. but Mac Jones is a different kind of thrower. You know what? What makes Mac Jones? And we don't know what Mac Jones is yet, by the way. You know, right? Um, Mac Jones, a quick release guy. Well, that's what he is because Mac Jones does not have to stride to throw the ball. So Mac Jones has a really quick release. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a 
Very good comp, by the way. I mean, I think they're both. And by the way, like, we love Jake Cutler back in the day. Guy had a cannon. But how often do you really need that cannon? You know, like outside the number. I mean, there are throws. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. And, and, Sometimes, and when you sure. see a guy make a throw, like Zach Wilson made a throw this week to Elijah Moore, far hash, sure. comeback throw, that was a wow kind of throw. Yeah. And then, by the way, Pickett, not to make this the, kick, the Pickett podcast, but uh, Pickett, I think, can offset some arm limitations with his vision, his processing, and his I anticipation. Agree. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Trevor Lawrence's Jags uh, are taking on the Texans. And by the way, the Texans secondary, Greg, um, you can run all over them, but they're not bad in the secondary, correct? Um. I think they're okay. Well, Stingley looks like a pretty good player, right? He does. Um, um, Steven Nelson's the other corner. He's um, certainly a journeyman type. Jalen Petrie has major questions as to whether he can play man coverage. Mm. Well, can you dish out some more advice on uh, Petrie real quick here for us, Greg? I think Petrie is an active player. Wow. Nothing, Petrie- nothing. Crickets. Come on. It's a, it's a pun. Petri dish, oh. never mind. Oh, jeez. Can you dish oh, Petri dish. Uh, you know, uh, science wasn't my, my best subject. <laughs> look at the look of disgust on Greg's science face. Science wasn't my best subject. Greg is not a dad. I don't know guy. if I ever did a Petri dish, you know? Okay. All right. Uh, never mind. But, others as well. <laughs> but, jeez, uh, I lost my train of thought. But let's get into Robinson, though, because you've seen the Jags, and I know he's looked amazing on, a, like, four plays but otherwise greg i'm i'm wondering if if we might start seeing a little bit more etn like giving him more opportunities in the running game well he gives you more juice you know as we've discussed i think robin i think uh robinson's a good runner he just doesn't have much juice um so and you're right he's had some long runs some situational long runs i think one of them was either fourth and one or third and one um but their run game has not been consistent um and that's I think that's something they need. Yeah. Does it look a, a, a little slower, maybe? or A little slower? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's I don't, coming I, off that's that hard Achilles. to say because I never saw him as fast. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, the movement compared to last year, uh, I just wonder if we had a little bit of a drop-off there coming off this injury. You know, it would just seem to me, though, and this this is just my feeling. Obviously, Doug Peterson will make his own choice. But uh, I, I – I think you want to get an explosive player on the field a little more. Right. That's, that's where I'm going with this. Uh, and then when you watch them, I know you've seen a decent amount of their tape. Like Zay Jones seems like a pretty critical guy. I think he, I've seen, actually I've seen them every week, John. Yeah. Zay Jones. Yeah, no, no question. Um, you know, we, we've, we've spent a lot of time talking about Jacksonville, the way they move people around Kirk in particular. Um, that's the way they want to play. Uh, you know, and, you know, I think they'll they'll have to be a very schemed offense, and you know that I think that's what Doug Peterson is working toward to be schemed because you know Lawrence is a good is a good quarterback with good traits, but Lawrence does not have special traits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Damian Pierce Adam doesn't have necessarily special traits, but how about that house call last week? I yeah, that was nice. that was nice. He's Greg, got a did special you know, mentality, did, though. He's one of those guys. Like, yeah. I don't think he's um, – he's a very tough physical runner. Very tough and physical. Good, good vision. Good vision. Right. Yeah. 
little wiggle, just a little w- enough wiggle, John. Yeah. You feel good about him. That run was pretty cool. And uh, by the way, Lovely was not very happy with his defense uh, last week. Mm. His run defense. Nor should he have been. No, he was very, he's usually gracious to the media, really good with him. He was pissed. I could just, I, in fact, reading the quotes, I actually wanted to hear him say it. It's one of those press conferences. Mm. I'm like, man, he's not happy today. He's yeah. pretty embarrassed by what happened last week. I mean, they've been bad against the run for half a decade now, though. I yeah. mean, historically bad. I mean, it's got to be the worst five-year run against the run. I mean, well, the funny thing, it wasn't just that. Um, you know, Eckler got him the pass game. Yeah. They're, they've got a bunch of, like, journeyman linebackers playing. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, roster talent-wise. Kirksey. Yeah. You know, these guys have been around for a while. Oh, God, yeah. I, I always come from a low expectation place, I guess, with the Texans whenever I say something good about them, you know, like, because – we should have very low expectations overall. Chicago, uh, speaking of low expectations, Chicago Bears, everybody, uh, and Justin Fields and the Minnesota Vikings. Adam, you know, I do have a feeling that uh, Fields will play pretty well. He did last year against Minnesota. Well, Our guy, Darnell Mooney. What, do you have more? Do you feel better about him? Yeah, he had a couple shot plays to him. And other than that, it was awful. But. Yeah, do I feel to answer your question a little better? Yeah, sure. Now, yeah. Viking secondary could be had. We know this. Uh, this is a real. It's too bad about Lewis Seen. It's a shame. It's an awful injury. We wish him well. But the way you beat the Vikings is you throw the football. And I know that's not what Chicago wants to do because they don't trust the quarterback. We know this because we watch. We have two eyes, as John, as you like to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's a struggle. But I'm so glad. Well, now when I say shot plays, they had a 56 yarder. The other ones weren't as long, but I'll take anything at this point to the point yeah. where yeah. I'm playing this. I have them in a bunch of leagues. I'm playing them because it's the opponent, and whatever I get, I get. I'm I'm predicting right here. Mooney has another solid day. Uh, it may may only be three for like seventy four. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> What's that? You told me to bench him on our show last week, and I I agreed with you. By I the mean, way. I benched him. I benched He's him. Terrible. It, he is. He is, and guess what? It was the right call. I bet you him for Pickens. Oh, nice. But here's the question, right? Let's move this forward. If you looked at 32 starting quarterbacks, right now, to, my, to me, he's bottom five. Oh, Benny, God, yeah. He's bad. Where Real is this bad. game? It's in Minnesota. Yeah. For what it's worth, they had a big game against them last year. Played him once. It threw for over 300. It was his best oh. game throwing it, right. uh, right. which might help his confidence level it. a little bit. You know yeah, you're right. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take yeah, that. yeah. And then the uh, Vikings well actually um, Adam I guess Dave Montgomery is probably out again yeah not looking good uh, not looking good but uh, yeah not looking good for him right now and uh you know Khalil underwhelmed a little bit uh for for those of us I guess who uh, were expecting big things in DFS but thought he looked pretty good yet again so uh gets uh, another opportunity to show why I mean I, I just wonder if if he rips up the Vikings and then maybe has another good game before Dave right. Montgomery comes back, does he take Montgomery the job? The, I'm looking at their – Montgomery got some work in today. They, they don't know if he's going to play, oh. but he did get some work in today. Should All right. So I guess he's probably not in danger of being usurped uh, by Herbert if he's healthy. Well, thing, well no, that's not going to happen. But we just Even if he plays, we have no idea how much he could play. Now, the knee injury is off the injury report. The ankle is not. I mean, it's possible that they view Herbert as – a better fit, more explosive. They need explosive plays. Well, he is uh, more explosive. 
Yeah, yeah. he could be the long-term guy. See, this is the thing. This Remember, this front office inherited all these players. Herbert's clearly got more juice. Yeah. So it's well, possible that if they don't extend him, he's why wouldn't he be the guy next year? Yeah, right. yeah. And uh, Jalen Johnson, the top corner for the Bears, is out on uh, practice. He's, he is in practice. He's a he's a quad strain. He hasn't practiced since he got hurt. That was three weeks ago. He didn't work today either. So he obviously I mean, that's a damn good matchup for Kirky and Jefferson and Thielen again. Thielen's kind of coming life. back. He's, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, moving on to Detroit and New England. Do we know about the quarterback situation there in New England? Well, unfortunately, Hoyer, Hoyer had a severe concussion. It's a shame he got he's, put on he, IR. They put him on IR. Yeah, it's so sad. Yeah. I hope he's okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess Mac has been limited, so there. That's still an open window. Yeah, it'll, right? be, it'll be Zappy. Almost certainly, it'll be Zappy. I thought Zappy was scrappy. Yeah, did, uh, Greg, did you see the tape? I did not see Zappy. Okay. No. I mean, he. I he, thought he, he, a lot of game on TV, but I did not see the right. tape. He, he's he's just look. He don't he don't have a very good arm. He's a timing based guy. He pr- he's a very good processor. Uh, he hung in there, man. That was a tough, tough matchup to have to come in like he did. He Give did, man. Wouldn't do big question. for him. Wouldn't do big for him. He was ready no. to go. Right, right. Um, just a couple notes here. Amon Ra, St. Brown, uh, still very questionable. He hasn't worked yet. Swift, I highly doubt he plays. He hasn't worked since he got hurt. That's five straight practices he missed. Um, Hawkinson. He should play, with a hip, should play with a hip injury. They expect Josh Reynolds had a good game last week to play. Man, these uh, injuries are out of Chark control. Chark, Chark they're, of all the long-range guys, like Amon Ra, the guys who you know got hurt and they weren't real optimistic about, uh, Chark's got the best chance to play of Swift, Brown, and him. How much of that defense in New England, Greg, have you seen? Because I, I still see uh, Matthew Judon out there wreaking some havoc. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what do you think of this matchup for, for Jared Goff? I, I'm a little worried about this one. I feel like they may get kind of slowed down and New England kind of just run all over them? Um, you know, a couple of things. Number one, I think the Lions all line has played pretty well. Yeah. Um, Goff, for the most part, has been secure in the pocket. And mm. the one thing we know about Goff, if he can be clean, he can throw it. And I know uh, St. Brown might not go, but, you know, Josh Reynolds has become a little bit of a factor here. Yeah. Um, and and I was thinking of you when Hawkinson went off, uh, John, because last week you talked about what a disappointment he's been. And <laughs> I guess this week he wasn't a disappointment. Well, actually, I I did give him love this week. I ranked him at five uh, and I wrote him up in my DFS article. I said he may blow up. Uh, it's just that <laughs> I've done that in the past. Well, and... the, matchup, the matchup dictated it, though, the matchup. Oh yeah, no, we ranked him high, and I gave him all kinds of love uh, here on the site. I am dis- i am still disappointed, though. I mean, yeah. you know, his availability has been a concern. Uh, Greg, one thing about the Lions that is is kind of interesting—that uh, it's kind of like the old school, you know, go heavy O line approach. Like you're going to be like a run based team, but you got all these receivers in in the passing game. You know, like. You know, when they're healthy, they they have more talent in, at the skill positions, yet they're kind of built to be like old school. So I just I just think that there's something going on there that's interesting. Maybe there's a correlation between that and how Jared Goff's been off to a pretty good start. Well, I would say this. I mean, I think their all line's good. I mean, maybe they have a type of all lineman they want, which a lot of teams do at certain positions. Um, Goff has been for the most part pretty secure. Their run game has been 
has been good. Jamal Williams has been good the last he couple of weeks. Good. Yeah, Mister um, Every Other Year. I was yeah. going to ask you that. So, do you if you looked, is this is this the good year? <laughs> yeah, but but I, I mean, that. again, he was not meant to be a true foundation back. So that's not what you know. But he can fill in because he's not small. He's a 215, 220 yeah, sure. guy. Sure, sure, um, sure. But. You know, I think when all said and done, John, their biggest issue is their defense. I mean, they've been very, very aggressive, and they've gotten burned. And Campbell talked about that, that they have to reassess some things, and the tape tells you that he's right because they just give up way too many big plays. They have the worst secondary in football right now. It is so bad. They're they're also bad against the run, real bad. So they're just just bad. I feel bad for Aaron Glenn. A lot of it, Adam, is, is schematic. Okay. I mean, I think if, if I think Awarie is 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 a struggle, but Akuda's not played badly. I've yeah, seen him pretty much every week. It's just they are so aggressive. They blitz a lot. They put their secondary in tough spots, mm-hmm. and so you know it's easy to say that based on the numbers they're giving up. But I think if they were playing a different style, mm. I'm not saying they'd be top five. Don't get me wrong, yeah, but right. I don't think you'd see the numbers that they're allowing. Well, and then losing losing Tracy Walker. Yep. he's a veteran. He's one of those yeah, solid veterans. veterans. Yeah, yeah, and they just they're not good enough a corner other than uh, Kuda. They just and uh, yeah, they're they, they got problems, John. It, it's a it's a talent issue, but Greg's right; it's more of a scheme issue. And I, Campbell was super honest about it. He he said he didn't want to. He's not making any changes. He doesn't want to blame Aaron Glenn, but he wants to assess. Greg just gave you the answers to the test. The scheme is not good. Should they be a zone team, Greg? Or are they playing a lot? Well, of the fact that the scheme's not good, it's the fact that they're so aggressive at it. Oh, Look, okay. If you want to blitz, yeah. You know, last week against the um, Seahawks, they got burned a number of times playing zero coverage. Now, there's some teams in the league that will never play zero coverage. Um, so I'm not saying Aaron Glenn's right or wrong. That's a philosophy issue. Mm. But the point is, through four games, and Dan Campbell, as you said, has been open about it. Because they just have to assess how aggressive they really want to be. Are they blitzing because they're just not getting pressure with the four? And I don't think we know that because they blitzed literally off the bus from week one. <laughs> so we don't really know the answer to that question. Wow. Well, I know one answer to one question. What are the Patriots going to do on Sunday? I know the answer. They're going to run the rock. That I right. know. Uh, so I'm looking at them at. I'm looking at 150 yards here between Ramondre oh. and, and Harris. You know, it's funny because Stevenson gets more snaps, but I told you the staff has a love affair. Even even the new staff with Damian Harris, this is their guy. They, they have such a high trust level with he, Damian he Harris. He actually looked good this year too. He there has, absolutely. But they're, they're, it has shifted over. Our fantasy points data people have tracked the number of drives the last two or three weeks where it's just been Ramondre, that number the game. Stevenson came in. If you saw Stevenson came in late in the game. Well, maybe that was last week, but the previous two weeks it was Ramondre was separating in that regard. But yeah, certainly Harris is still very much. You're involved. Not, going away, not going away from Harris though. Oh yeah, I know. I just said yeah, he's still very much involved. I I just feel like there's a little bit of a shift more to Ramondre, but Harris is very much involved. I mean, even if it's even if the touch total winds up being where the playing time is 55 45, it doesn't really matter because Harris they feel is there is so valuable because Stevenson's more explosive. Harris is the inside grinder who just gets the job done. And there's something that, uh, that's an interesting question. It, it, were you told that? Because I think the tape shows you that Harris has more juice. 
Ben yeah. Stevenson? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's that's not what I was told, but okay, maybe that's what you that's the case. Stevenson's got a different kind of juice though. I would agree. Stevenson to me is is methodical juice, and I don't know if that's right. clear. It is to me, but right. But I, I I think that Davis hits it with more velocity than Stevenson does. Stevenson's mm-hmm. a more Harris. methodical, patient, uh, right. kind right. of feel his way through runs. Whereas right. I think Harris hits it. He's certainly not Dalvin Cook, who's right. a tremendous velocity runner. Right. But I think stylistically, he hits it like Cook. Yeah, I think absolutely more gifted john i just think harris is more dependable it's probably i think stevenson also is a little bit more lateral you mm-hmm. know yeah. where harris is just downhill like explosive yeah. like shot out of a cannon guy seattle in new Orleans at new gino. orleans gino what do you think gino. of gino um hey gino uh we we wrote him off and uh he, he never wrote back somehow uh but <laughs> What do you think of this matchup in New Orleans against, uh, I would presume, you know, a lot of men, Lattimore, you know, I know he did pretty well against DK last year until he didn't give up a big play, but Gino this week, Greg, any thoughts? Um, It'll be a tougher assignment in New Orleans. New Orleans is, um, it'll be, well, I will say this. It'll be a real interesting test for the two rookie tackles for Seattle. Because what they do with Cam Jordan is a terrific player. Davenport is a good player. Um, They do some interesting, interesting things up front. They do play a lot of man. They play, they they disguise a bit as well. So they'll show Gino some disguises, particularly on third Mm -hmm. down. Um, So it will be a more difficult assignment, but he has thrown the ball. Well, they've done a really good job defining it for him. He's seeing it. He's throwing it. He's been he's been assertive and aggressive throwing the ball and say what you want, even though he's been what you'd call a, a journeyman backup the large part of his career. He's always been a pretty thrower. He's like in degaff mode. He's like screw it. I've been around a decade. I'm just gonna let it rip. Well, the uh, protection's been really good. That that's yeah. the thing. I, I wasn't sure. Like Charles Cross, it's Cross, right? Is the left Cross? Yeah, Cross. Yeah, the rookie. Yeah, and so, they're playing the rookie at right tackle, Abe Lucas, who yep, I could I would argue has had maybe overall has been better than cross cross has had a few struggling reps you know but they're both they've both been very good cross the word with a line coach i spoke with he had he had some issues uh cut learning stuff techniques and so 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 forth but uh he's a super gifted kid so they finally john might have gotten it right in the offensive line they're actually building one yeah it's good yeah yeah no question about it well uh back to the saints and john they play a ton out of two tight ends Oh, I mean, they got 17 of them. That They play 17 different tight ends, don't they? Parkinson, Disley. Disley scored. Yeah. A couple and Disley has four touchdowns. I know. It's it's unreal. Yeah. I mean, they, they, have, they have just they gone. they got Fant. So it's Fant, Disley, and Parkinson. Yep. It's like, and they, they, they got to lead the league in fewest 11 personnel. Like, they do not care about the third receiver. No, oh, they God. don't lead the league. But gotta be Baltimore. Got to be Baltimore. Baltimore plays oh, right. with... With uh, three receivers, right. less than ten percent of their offensive okay. snaps. Okay, that's true. Top, they gotta you know, be top five. You do not want to take Patrick Ricard off the field, John. I mean, you could try and stop Ricard, you know, and his impact. Yeah, uh, but no, seriously, he's probably a great blocker, right? I mean, a lot of it probably starts with him. Uh, how do they feel that he does what they want him to do? Because yeah. normally the Ravens score points. Normally, so I mean, I've, you know, they feel that it works for them. 
And that's I mean, all that matters. Call you that's what we think. Adam, <clears throat> do you take the Kamara? I looked at the Kamara thing, and I'm like, they cut, they, they like almost featured Latavius. Then they cut him. That tells me like Kamara's probably getting 25 carries. No, they didn't cut him. He was signed off the practice. Okay, so they let him go. Whatever. I no, mean, they, well, they had no choice. You can't well, write at him. So, I mean, if they were really worried about Kamara, they couldn't they have done something to well, keep they, Latavia? Okay, that's a good question. What they could have done is said, "Hey, we'll we'll move you up." Right. If you don't go to Den, if you don't go to Denver, they could have done that. And um, it, but, my point is, they probably would have if they were really, really worried about Kamara. Um, I, you know, they have an, they actually have enough running backs on on their fifty three. Right. Ingram, Washington, and the kid Tony Jones who was inactive last week. It's not like they don't have anyone. So I guess we're just waiting now until the literal yeah, inactives come down. He told, her, he, he told the media that he 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 thinks he's gonna be able to go. We'll see. Right, right. And Michael Thomas, that doesn't look good. No, he's just he's uh, he's at and not, it's not like he's old, but he's at the point of his career. It's like one thing after another. Yeah, absolutely. He, he's missed, uh, I think, four or five year practices. I, I I'm I'm so, almost certain that Dalton's gonna go this week again. Oh boy. Okay. I, I, you know what? He played well. I just wonder if that's good. Well, he, he played well last week. Well, yeah, he, he did. Uh, he did. He beat up, man. He's got the back fractures, a bad ankle. Yeah. Chris Olave is quarterback proof, apparently. Yeah. He's done a good boy. Is he doing well? Yeah. He's been amazing. Let's go to Miami and the Jets. Uh, Teddy B, Greg, your thoughts on what. If anything changes, I, I didn't notice much of a drop off, honestly, watching Teddy B replace two of it last week. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's always been a guy that can come in and play and and play pretty well. I mean, he's not two, he doesn't play the same kind of game. Uh, so I'm curious to see what their offense looks like because he's not as quick rhythm as, as Tua. And that's so much of what their game was based on with Tua. Oh. Uh, Teddy B's not exactly that kind of quarterback. Maybe even more shot plays trying to get get big chunks. He took uh, one. He took one. I don't think they felt they couldn't do shot plays with Tua, John. Right, right. Well, I'm just saying in lieu of the continuity of matriculating the ball down the field with Tua, who might be better off within the timing and rhythm of the offense to do that, maybe we take a couple of shot extra shot plays that, you know, Try and make they up could. for that, I guess. They certainly have the speed to do that. And, you know, he did get the ball right away to Tyreek, so I It'll just don't know. It'll be a good test for Sauce Gardner this week. How's he done so far, Greg? I think he's done well. Now, they don't use him necessarily as a matchup corner, Adam. He plays on the left side. Mm-hmm. And they play Reed on the right side. So that's what they do 90% of the time. I'm just giving this as an, as an gotcha. approximation. But that's yeah. what they they do a large percentage of the time. All right, there's That's some major issue, injury issues on the Jets' offensive line. Like it's unbelievable how they got through Uh-oh. last game. So Vera Tucker played left after. Um, yeah, he played left tackle this week. Yeah, uh, which by the then, way, he played his last year at USC. Just so that's right. Understand that yeah. he, it, it's yeah. not and a then, totally new position for Mac Mitchell got hurt, so they moved um, the center uh, McGovern to right tackle. Now, there's an outside chance Dwayne Brown is starting to work this week. There's an outside chance he plays. Obviously, that would be huge. Now, I know I know Miami's got problems at the corner right now. I, I'd be shocked if uh, if Xavier, Xavier Howard plays. Both both sides wow. of the screen are, are inflamed. Damn. So, and What's his injury, Adam? He's got he, – Groin. He, 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 now, he had one side of his groin was hurt. Now he injured the other side. Oh. So, <clears> I can't imagine. Good. I'd be shocked if he plays. 
Now, what about Byron Jones? He could return. Well, he hasn't. He's not working yet. Oh, I thought. He, well, he is designated to return. Yeah, but he, yeah, but they they're, they don't know when he's going to play. It's just he, he's right. he hasn't practiced since last season. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Well, Greg, how did uh, Zach Wilson look on tape last week? Yeah, Zach Wilson is one of those guys that he's he's an interesting evaluation because he's fundamentally unsound. He's reckless, he's undisciplined, but he can throw the football. Mm -hmm. So he makes some really good throws. So I would say overall, he had a good game uh, and he was good in the second half. But the more I thought about it and, you know, after I watched it and thought about it, the, you know, day or two after I'm thinking is, is the way in which he plays sustainable because there's such a looseness to his game. There's, like I said, there's a very undisciplined nature to the way in which he plays but he's going to make some wow throws without question. I mean, are there parameters in that offense that can kind of rein them in a little bit? I mean, we, no, this, we are... is not a, this is not a, a structural thing about their play design. This is right. about him as a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, thinking aloud, like, uh, you know, if he were in a Shanahan, like if they asked him to beat Jimmy G. Uh, um, well, could that happen? I mean, theoretically, can you coach a guy? Theoretically, but – and I don't know how the Jets go about coaching. I know they have a young quarterback coach. Um, so I don't know the answer to that question. Then yeah. then it gets down to the commitment of the kid. I don't know that either. Right. But, you know, it, but I mean, in theory, in theory, if they ask him to be Jimmy G, I mean, that he could be a hell of a version of Jimmy G if, if, um, if in a perfect world. I mean, throws that's it better. John, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just bringing it up because you know, I would bet some people would view him um, and, and, my guess, because I've had this conversation, I think some people do view him as he could, if things don't work, he could be a Jay Cutler type player, mm. Mm -hmm. you know, and there's an inconsistency there. Right. 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 You, you know, John, the, 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 uh, the uh, unfortunate passing of uh, Greg Knapp is, is a big issue. I think that's yeah. on it straight here that his passing, because he was, he's He was a tremendous coach and, a, and a great with young quarterbacks. And that's really, really, Sad that uh, he, you know, he passed because he would have. Yeah. Worked. So it's, I, it's I guess uh, prepare no. for the unpredictable with Zach Wilson, Greg. Yeah, going yeah. now, right? Yeah, I'm just not sure. <clears throat> Look, right. he he the, he came back last week. He made some really good throws. There's there's no no getting around that because right. he's got a very live loose arm. But we all knew that coming out. Most people thought that just from an arm talent standpoint, when he came out, that he had more arm talent than Trevor Lawrence. Um, yeah. But that's that's neither here nor there because ultimately um, he, there's such a reckless nature. You you might not know what you're going to get, not only game to game, but snap to snap. Maybe, though, at the very least, he'll be a guy who does make a couple of wild plays every week. Every he week. may do that. Yes. He may absolutely do that. Yeah. John, the, the two things here. The, the You and I have talked about this. Greg knows this. The, the, the group of pass targets they have is really deep if they're all healthy. Right now mm -hmm. they are. So yeah. the, the great the thing the talent around him is great. And I, I'm worried about the offensive line and, and, and the kid coaching him, Calabrese, was at Wagner. Uh, he was a college coach, and he this is only a second year coaching quarterbacks, you know, at the NFL level. So that, right. the kid is like 30 years old. This is this is wow. a challenge here. Well, yeah. let's go to uh, speaking of challenges. Uh, watching Marcus Mariota and the Falcons uh, in Tampa, man. Uh, Adam Mariota 
has got to be a part of the problem here. But Kyle Pitts, it might be a moot point because we may not even get Kyle Pitts this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and it's a hamstring, and he hasn't worked yet. If he doesn't work tomorrow, obviously you could pretty much kiss it goodbye. You're talking about Kyle Pitts? Yeah. yeah. Coaches do not – like if it's a veteran, vet, coaches are willing to play veterans who don't practice during the week. But it, it's – I'll be interested to see what happens if he doesn't practice tomorrow, whether they list him or out or not. Have you ever seen a stud talent have a such a prominent role – through 22 games, whatever it is, and be – I know he was big last year with 1,000, but, man, Adam, this is a – it's pretty bad, I think. You know, He's had the one good game, and it's uh, – and they have to figure it out. They they have, like, such a – their passive game is is tough to watch. Right. They're now with Cordero out, and you know, they'll, they'll have to grind stuff out here with your guy, Algier. So this is – this could be ugly for their offense. Greg, do you think Tyler Algier is a guy that can help? Uh, you know, I know he's not special, but I mean, the guy's pretty good. Like he's been all right. Well, thus far. you know, if you want to have a foundation run game, um, and your offensive line is pretty good, and and you know that's a debatable right. point with the with the Falcons, but if if you have a a good O line right. and you're committed to running the ball. You're back and gain a thousand yards, John. Uh, He's a good litmus test for what you always talk about. Like he may not be that great, but if you really commit to him and block it up fairly well, the guy's going to get the yards here. Najee Harris, right? Well, I I was hoping Najee is a little better than that. You know, Uh, (laughs) not so much this year. Uh, Let's and then for you know, I I Adam, as you know, I fully expected Brady to put up numbers last week. I feel like this week. Yeah, he I well, like go ahead. Last week, playing from behind, whatever. <clears throat> I feel like this week will be like their breakout performance offensively at home. Uh, they're gonna have uh, like Julio. I mean, does it even matter if Julio plays at this point? I guess not. Yeah, well, I mean, they got Gage, uh, they're not gonna have Cameron Brate because it was concussion, I'm sure. Because he uh, was kind of coming on. What's that? Godwin hopefully will make it through practice this week with his knee injury. I who knows about Julio. I doubt Perriman makes it. He's got two injuries. Yeah, we don't care about him either. But there's enough there. There's enough there. I don't care about Cole Beasley's retirement. He wasn't contributing, really. But there's enough there. Yeah, there is. Really good matchup for Godwin uh, inside this week. Who's their spot? Uh, It's that um, Oliver kid, right? No, he's on IR. He's coming back. Oh, right. Okay, let's take take a look. Boop it a boop. Forget I'm not sure. I got it right here. The slot guy, uh, Mike Ford. Oh, gosh. From the ch- they've been playing a number of guys in the slot. Ford's gotten the most play, but they've also played Alford there. Uh, they play Hall there at times. That That's the position. When I watch tape, I'm like, oh, I, I'm going to stop writing down who's playing here because it's a lot of guys. Ah, so right. Mike Ford's a journeyman fourth corner who's – I remember my buddy with a line storm about him. He's a scrappy, tough guy, but he's just not a – he's just – He's a guy you could beat. You make a good point, John. That, that's that's actually really good stuff. If you've got Godwin on your teams, he should mm-hmm. clean up. If he's, I assume he's going to be healthy enough to play. Don't know about Julio. For, Don't he, care. Julio, each week, John, you never know if he's going to make oh, it. This is why I buried his ass in our rankings this summer. I'm like, no, not home. Don't play that. Uh, I'm not doing it. Uh, people were emailing us. Oh, you got to rank Julio high. I'm like, no, I don't. No, I do not. Stay healthy. Uh, let's go to um, Tennessee at the Commandos. And don't look now, Greg, but the Titans have gotten their identity back for now. Um, 
I would think, though, this will be They're another going week. going to need far more from their passing game, John. Maybe not I mean, this week, though. Maybe not this week. Maybe not this week. Because you yeah. can't live in the NFL with your quarterback completing 17 balls for 137 yards. They get no explosive plays in the pass game. And <clears throat> the problem with that is, is this, is every team's offense stalls on occasion. That's just the way of the world. But when you have big plays, you can compensate for that. So you, your offense may not be consistent, and obviously sure. coaches always want it to be consistent. But if you can create big plays, whether it's by design or whether it's by an individual player making one, um, look, look what happened with the Niners last week. The Niners' offense wasn't anything you know, great. I mean, they ran the ball. They had the beautiful touchdown or a beautiful touchdown run by Wilson, so well blocked. But then what did they do with their – how did they get their big plays in the passing game? They threw tunnel screens right. to a player that is a, maybe the best receiver in the league with the ball in his hands. But they were tunnel screens, okay? He had a 57-yard yeah. touchdown, and then on third and 13 in the fourth quarter, he had a 29-yard run after, on a tunnel screen. The Titans don't have that. They don't have yep. any playmakers on the perimeter. So And when – and when so Their offense stalls. Yeah, and when Derrick Henry was – dominating the last two years he also had aj brown johnny smith and a little Corey davis making big plays down the field right and so the one of the differences this year and henry's run well by the way john don't assume he's not running well but Uh, he just hasn't broken big ones we've gotten used to the fact that over the last couple of years that it seemed like every game he'd break a 50 yarder his long run this year is a 24 yarder if i'm not mistaken he's broken a couple like you know 18 20 yarders though it's right, but I mean, at the yeah, end of yeah, the day, yeah, yeah. that no. still isn't that sure. still isn't enough. That's not going to happen every third run. And the problem no, right now, they they want to. If you saw uh, a, a Conquo, they're looking for anyone who can make explosive plays. So Conquo's role could grow a little bit. They want to get Hillary. right because he's actually got some juice to him. Yep. You know, yeah, they, they, they got more juice that. than Hooper. What's that? I assume Hooper, Greg. He's I assume he's blocking. Yes. Is Hooper blocking? Yeah, that's what they are, John. That's why Swaim's there, but anyway. Well, no, I mean, look, we talked to Teron Davenport, and he swore not to throw Teron under the bus. He's great, but he thought that there was a nice chemistry and that Hooper was going to be very involved, and then nothing, and then you automatically assume. Well, their pass game has not really been a factor right now. Right, right. They're searching. Use Greg's Greg's uh, term. They're they're grasping or groping for. Something. Oh yeah, no, I thought it was going to be bad. Therefore, that's why I thought Hooper was going to do well. And the I line don't... is they don't have a lot of talent on their line. Mm-hmm. Lawan is out, that, done, but he's also. Hurt. And that's the other point is their old line's not very good either. They're playing the kid they got from Carolina. I know we were talking about him last last week. Ernest Daly. I watched him coming out. You right. know, he's probably better suited to play guard, but he has right. to play left tackle for that. Right. You got, you got, they got a lot of problems, John. For, for- Have we gotten to the point with uh, Carson Wentz where Oof. you almost throw out the analysis, or are we? Well, not he was there bad yet? this week, though. By the way, that's what I mean. Like, and now Cosme's out the right tackle with thumb surgery. He's going to be out a while. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, they're not playing at the level they expected. The guard, the interior play has been mostly horrendous. It's just. When is the earliest, no. Adam? They may try and settle things down and just commit running the ball more with well, Brian Robinson. Here, well, that's the thing. If, if Robinson, by the way, I, I'd be surprised if Dotson played this week. For those of you who have him, yeah. What's his injury? A hamstring. Well, uh, hamstrings are not a week or one week injury. Yeah, I, I, I more often than not these guys, particularly young players. So I'm not feeling good about Dotson. So Curtis Samuel also out of practice today. 
Yeah, well, he's got an illness, so we don't know what it is. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. He'd be, you uh, know, I thought of you, Adam, watching the tape uh, this week uh, of, of the offense, and I made the note what remains problematic with Wentz is his glaring tendency to overstride on far too many of his throws. Oh. He's not on balance with a firm base, and that leads to too many scattershot and poor ball placement throws. You know, it's sad. It's not like he doesn't know this. And he's still- it might just be the way he is, though. I mean, and, you know, and That's granted, cool. he got coached by, by Flip. John Filippo, and that was his second year in his, his career. And you and I don't know how he's been coached since. We know what Flip did. But if that's not being worked on literally every single day, you revert back to your natural state. Right. But, Greg, it's not like he doesn't see it on tape. I know. But that gets into a whole other issue, Adam, that we, we're like, not going to discuss it's, now. It's embarrassing, John. The guy's been in the league seven years and has the same issue that he's always had, the overstride. It, it causes the ball to sail. And he has no control over the ball. In fact, he had a bad overstride, but he got lucky. He threw it really high, oh, deep middle. I can't remember who caught the ball, Greg. It, it yeah. was bad. It's like, the, it's like the quarterback yips. Might I know. Johnson, I, it might have been Johnson, but, John, it's it's the sad thing is he's still the arm talent. He's always been his mechanics over bad. And, and and he let me tell you something. He missed some very basic things this week as far as oh. reading. Basic stuff. Oh, but did he? surprised me. See now it goes here too. I think with him. You know. When you say reading, is it? It was there, and he didn't. He didn't see it. Um, without going into too much detail, because you have to see it. You know, I don't want to go too yeah. far in the weeds. Yeah. Sure. But there are certain route concepts when you get a particular coverage. That's where you throw it, and it's just basic. Like that's universal. Got it. He, yeah, he didn't yeah. do. He didn't do that. It's that coverage. This ball's got to be here. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Forty ers at. Uh, Panthers as we move along here the week five matchup points live stream Jimmy G Greg uh, did he settle down a little bit I mean didn't put up huge numbers what what did the tape show on Jimmy G I think Jimmy G when you get right down to it is is still working through the fact that he had no offseason and no training camp they know that which is why on a lot of third down they're playing to their defense right now John you know I think look on paper this game looks like the Niners should be in control because they have a really, really good defense and they're playing against a bad offense. Now, again, it's the NFL, so we don't know. But as we're sitting here discussing this, you know, three days before the game, you would look at this game and think, okay, how is Carolina going to score meaningful points? Okay, so if that's the case, if the game plays out that way, this is not going to be a big number performance for Jimmy G because they're going to throw it 22 times. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm just was checking in on how he looked uh, in he general. Looks, I mean, they're at this point in time, they're not asking him to do a lot. I can tell you, people in San Francisco are are wondering when's George Kittle going to be involved. But you know, right now they're not really a passing team, and they may mm-hmm. have to be at some point. But like I said, this game doesn't appear to be the one where that that needs to be part of the equation. Yeah. Yeah. And Adam, you, you were, you know, pumping up Ayuk, and, and rightfully so to an extent, cause he looks amazing this oh, year, but they're, I mean, they're, there's just only so much production to go around here. Yeah, they're, they're not, I, I, I'm not going to say they're hiding Jimmy G. Uh, they ran the ball so well when they had it. Now, again, they got, they didn't have, they only had the ball 25 minutes against the, against the Rams, but um, you know, Debo had his plays, you know, the screens are great. They're, they're, him, I'll say this: Ayuk and Garoppolo have very good chemistry. It's just they—they're not throwing the ball a ton. That's right. the problem. Only twenty-seven attempts, John. That's really yeah. low. Well, we're going to start to see in the backfield because Jeff Wilson can't do it all here. He'll wear yeah, it down. Sure. Like, but they got a huge lead. 
and they play their style. You know, they, they, it starts with the run game with them and it, they, everything to do off that it's, you, you know, you see them spread it around a little bit and Debo's Debo is not lost anything. My God. He's yeah, he's, no, I mean, God forbid something happened to Wilson. Like, what are they going to do? Is it Mason? Is it Mac? What uh, Mason? And then, yeah. And Mac. Yeah. They don't have anyone else, man. Yeah. There, there's a number of teams where I'm like, Oh, good luck getting through the season with that. Uh, roster or depth chart but the rookie, the rookie has you know a, a, a six to eight week injury that unfortunately right yeah that's oh, a big oh, one. The kid that's got hurt the kid who's filling in the left tackle so um who the hell is filling in for him by the way uh it's going to be fascinating to see what mccaffrey can do against this nasty defense like good luck like might he get shut down well baker would unless he has a long run which can always happen yeah of course but they're not going to sustain offense to be honest with you they, yeah. their all lines not not that good Will Baker break 150 yards this game. Your thoughts? I mean, maybe I should pull back on our projection for uh, McCaffrey. I've got him with uh, – I'm sure it, it, we're adding up. Harry, 60 yards, five Demico and a half. Ryan's, it's phenomenal. Their D coordinator, he is phenomenal. Yeah. Who's this? D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah. And, and by the way, they might have the best D-line coach in the league, certainly one of the best in Kucerich. Kucerich's really thought of very highly by pretty much everybody. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Well, I thought their secondary were to be a little bit more of a question. And I, I know. It hasn't been. And I think well, it's because well, of that. Mosley has played really well. And mm -hmm. let me a guy that probably no one thinks about, but he's he's the definition of a journeyman in a good way, and that's Gibson. It was a really oh. good signing for them at safety. Deshaun yeah, Gibson. Wow. Nice. Everywhere that Deshaun you know, Gibson a number of years ago had some really good years. I forget about where, where it was. Was sure. it Jacksonville? Um, he got maybe, paid a lot there. Bears, obviously. Maybe uh, Cleveland. He's had some real. I think I recall him. Not that this is the determination of whether a safety has a good year, but I remember him getting eight or nine interceptions one year. Maybe being an All Pro. Well, he made he made yeah. he made a ton of money in free agency. Uh, that yeah, probably was Jacksonville. Right, right. That's where he got paid. But he started with the Browns and the Jags. He Texas. had six interceptions for Cleveland in 2014. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was it. He's got 27 career interceptions. Yeah, no. Player, man. He's, he's long. Yeah, he's a good player. And Hufunga has been a, a big surprise. He's been really good. I'm like kind of shocked. Uh, speaking of being really good, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles go to Arizona. And, Greg, you saw Arizona's defense. And your thoughts on that? that matchup here for Jalen Hurts. I mean, I don't want to say the guy's matchup proof. I mean, we're not there yet, but we're trending that way. You're talking Jalen Hurts? Yeah, Jalen Hurts' matchup this week against Arizona. Uh, you know, Taven, um, it's like, um, You know, I think, look, we're a week-to-week -week league, and, and Jalen Hurts and Eagles offense has been very, very good. And I think one thing that is, is good about their offense is – to be a good offense in this league, and I mean, you know, for the most part, are there always exceptions to rules? Yes. But you always feel good when you can see an offense play well and win in different ways. That's what you'd ultimately yeah. like to get to. Now, not yeah. every team can. You look at a team like Buffalo, they obviously have a great quarterback who's asked to be Superman every week. And amazingly enough, he very often is. But, yep. you know, they don't really have another element to their offense. Um, mm -hmm. The Eagles do. I mean, in a monsoon last week, they were able to run the ball, which we know they have a very good run game. Their O-line is phenomenal. Um, Miles Sanders had a career high in carries. 
in the previous two weeks, we talked about them evolving into a passing team. But then the, the weather dictated this week that it'd be more of a running team. And they did it really, really well. So that's what you feel really good about. Fifteen yeah, they yeah. got weapons, John. That's the Four. other They got weapons. Yeah. And they're using them all. Like, they're using the guys. It's concentrated. Yeah. And they're using them all. Yeah. You know, and, they're and not they, trying to be too fancy. Like, well, one, using one, a million John, guys. John, two years ago, we lamented the fact that the Eagles had the worst receiver court, no speed. And they had the slowest, remember? Yeah, right. They're painful to watch. I mean, to the point we were sick and tired of talking about it. Now they've got a diverse group, speed, size, toughness. The, the scheme is good. The, the Shane Steik and the OC John has got a great feel for the players. And you know, Goddard, can't, Goddard does well anytime they throw him the football. He just can't get it enough, unfortunately. Right. Don't look now, but are we about to witness the breakout year for Miles Sanders? Or right. is he going to turn into a pocket? That. I mean, because, again, prior the two games prior to that, they were a passing team. Don't forget the week before, John, he was 15 for 46. So let's, let's hold off on that. Well, he's I, mean, I, I the... want to throw the ball. Yeah. I'm not saying they don't want to give it to right. Miles Sanders, but I don't think they see their offense as Miles Sanders getting 20 it's carries not... on a weekly basis. Understood. Understood. Yeah, but be. part of my questioning would be related to last year. We saw Kenny Gainwell and Jordan Howard, and and we're not seeing crap from anyone else in the backfield. Adam Gainwell plays. He scored a touchdown. This I know. Week. I know. I know. Him in the red zone too. I know. I know. Scott but he... also that that does help. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Just uh, John. I, I we don't know the answer to this, but I think Adam would agree, knowing that the people in that building that they're not looking to build their offense around Miles Sanders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But John, so, could it be a good a break, like a great year for him? Yeah. Uh, well, that's uh, the really, yeah. Because yeah. It, regardless, He's if they, a, if they become the run and shoot offense with Warren moon, they, you know, you no, know, uh, why? I guess my point, John, with that, I'm sorry to interrupt. My point is this, yeah. if they play the way they want to play all year. Okay. Miles Sanders is not going to get 260 carries, but will he get, you know, 17 to 18 opportunities yeah. a game. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. Opportunities, yes. Yeah. Maybe 13, 14 carries. Me, you know, again, yeah. I, I don't know the answer to this. I'm just postulating yeah. based it on just what felt I think like last year. I'm talking more volume, I guess, in role because it just felt like last year. Yeah, you know, I, and any given yeah. week, Adam, he could have had 11 carries. Now, one thing to keep an eye on, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but Greg, we're going to talk about this Sunday on our Inside the Birds pregame. Trey Sermon, apparently the word is they're really happy with him. Mm. I, only, I know he only had two carries. It looks like he's a talented carry. player. Right. Now, he he dropped some weight, and he's looked really good. So I'm fascinated to see if they ever do anything with him. Um, it, it's a Sanders show, no question. But we'll see if they get – you know, they – they John, they're, they're like – they're the best team in football right now, and they're getting these huge leads. So even last week, goodness gracious, sure as hell didn't look like that, and they got a big lead. Well, uh, let me ask you, Adam, for fantasy, Miles Sanders, is he a sell or hold? I would hold because okay. they're a great football team. The only the only reason why you would sell is because of his injury history. He he's right. he's getting the job done. There's no doubt. This is yeah. he's had it for no. a very good year. But he gets hurt a lot. I think yeah, he's well, running point as well. To make about the matchup, John, and then we can move on. Is yep. and I don't know if, if if Arizona will do it this week because you don't know. It could have been game specific last week. Last week on first and second down, they played Isaiah Simmons as their slot corner. Woo! Right. Wow. Then on third down, they went more conventional with yep. Trayvon Mullen coming in on the outside yep. and Byron Murphy moving inside. Yep. 
But on first and second down, Isaiah Simmons was their slot corner. Interesting. So, okay. Again, you know, that might have been last week. Yeah. We'll see. Sure. Interesting point. Okay. Well, uh, I don't even know who is who 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 is lining up, uh, who's dominating the snaps uh, there. It's probably close, right, in Philadelphia. As far as what? The receiver lining up in the slot. Oh, uh, they, they move people around. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, like – uh, it's it's probably is it Watkins? Yeah, it's Watkins, right? But it's yeah, but you know, again, it's spread I don't around more than most. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I I, I don't know if it's one it, guy. Maybe yeah, it is, they but, all, yeah. It, it, like last year they would generally play Watkins as a vertical slot. This year they, Greg's right, they seem to be moving guys around right. a lot. Remember, well, per fantasy points data, uh, Devonte is inside twenty percent of the time. Brown twenty five percent. There you go. Um, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, Let's move on. Uh, well, and, and you know, Greg, uh, I know it's almost impossible to break down the, the Cardinal offense, but you saw them. You know the Eagles. Any thoughts on Kyler's outlook this week? I have no idea what to say about this offense other than uh, Hollywood Brown will be targeted. Other than yeah, that, I couldn't begin and, to tell you. And Ertz. On tape, I, I don't know. I just and don't Ertz. know. And Ertz. Ertz revenge game, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Zachary. Brown's yeah. had 39 targets in the last three games. His foot oh, injury, he'll play with a foot injury. He's had it for a while, so he, he's able to get through it. Uh, Cowboys at Rams, Greg. Let's get to the brass tacks here. How scared should people be about Stafford, of course, Cup, uh, and their – I can tell you the Rams are nervous. That I can tell you for a fact. You watch the Cowboys' defense, and their front is really, really good. They're very multiple. They move people around. They're fast. They're long. They're athletic. They do a lot of things from a stunt standpoint and a rush perspective. This is going to be a difficult game, and it's going to be a philosophy game for McVay, who likes to get five out. The question is, can he live getting five out against this defense? Well, I mean, cop inside against, I guess, Jordan Lewis would technically be a pretty good matchup. But... Well, Jordan Lewis didn't play last week. Oh, What's his status here, Adam? Uh, I don't know yet. I haven't got their report today. Right, right. They played a kid uh, named Bland as their, um, I think, Duran Bland. He was limited today. Jordan Lewis was limited today. Okay. So Jordan so, Bland played slot corner for the Cowboys last week. Oh, and by the way, the Rams have major, major offensive line issues. That major. is the big, yeah. big concern, John. That's why I'm saying, you know, they may have to use – Higby to block this game. I mean, they're, they're they've got some issues on their old line, and this is not a good team to have issues against. I mean, the the kid Shelton's out for a while. He's got a high ankle sprain. He he just started, and he's out again. And he was a backup, so now they're down to the third. Yeah, it is really bad, man. They're they and that they they're down like four linemen. It's not good. Yeah, well, I mean, we buried Stafford this week. I mean, I don't know how they. I don't know how he throws for 200, honestly. Have you seen this kid, Jackson, who was with him last year? The kid who's probably going to start at right guard. Austin Jackson? Yeah, he no, was no, a left tackle at Iowa. <clears throat> he played. He was a four-year starter at Iowa. Um, yeah. Most people figured yeah. he was not going to be a tackle in the league, yeah. um, but that's who he is. I, you know, I didn't study him in detail. You see, he's week. playing inside. No, he's playing inside. He has oh, to. yeah. Well, they're playing two college tackles inside now. Evans, who was, um, played tackle at Oklahoma and actually played tackle with Kyler Murray at Allen High School in Texas. And um, and Jackson. So they were both college tackles. Mm. 
What do we think of the uh, Rams secondary nowadays? You know, Ramsey's given up some plays. Um, I'm sure he's, I believe he's been good, uh, but unusual number of uh, big plays he's given well, up a couple. What do you mean by giving up? They, they don't play a lot of man coverage. Um, well, I, I say giving up. I, I did see one cut up of somebody just. I was saying to one of my guys on matchup that the next person on TV who says that I'm really looking forward to the Ramsey such and such matchup should immediately be removed from the air. Well, I've seen Ramsey. Well, of around course, John, the... think of it this way. If you play corner, right, you're going to get the, the opponent's best receiver on occasion because he's going to line up on your side sometimes. So those that matchup will exist. It's not like Lattimore this week versus Jefferson where he followed him all around the field. Ramsey does not follow receivers. Yeah, I mean, his snaps are almost – down divided in thirds in right so the only way he could give a play is if where he's lined up right he and, and he plays in the slot a lot too yeah. so yeah i mean well if of if course he's going ball... to match up to quality receivers just because he's an outside corner a lot right but if they're i don't care where he lines up but if there's a ball in the air to a receiver and he's the closest defender and the receiver catches it then jalen Ramsey just gave up a play I don't uh, give a sh- that's not necessarily true, but that's okay. We can, yeah, we can yeah. We'll accept uh, that for now. I, I think that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> right. I've seen... But that's not necessarily true right. fair, based on fair. coverage concepts. May not be his responsibility. I right. get it. I get right. it. I guess I've seen him a little bit more than usual this year. Like not not just kicking ass, basically. He made a, he made a couple of weeks ago late in the game. What's that? He made a, a, was a couple of weeks ago late in a game. Who did? Ramsey. Okay. Uh, C.D. Lamb was held out today with a groin issue. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. I also remember, too, he did give up that big play to Mike Evans. Maybe they're that's not, still they're not. They're not worried about it, but we'll see what happens tomorrow. Right. Well, I I, I just don't know what to do with the Rams in general here, and even their they're defense. I, I, would sh- I, I think they get shut down. I, I I think they get – to me, I don't think they could play this game on the moon. They should get, they should get smoked. Bengals, Ravens, and, you know, Burrow absolutely destroyed this defense – and I mean, dare I say they're worse this year. Um, I, I'm not sure if you have any thoughts on what you're seeing here, Greg, but you know, a new coordinator, right? Uh, and it's not going well. I don't know. What are you seeing out there? They seem to be out of position. I don't know. Giving up a lot of big plays though. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's that I always struggle with that when I watch their tape with, you know, I mean, I think their personnel isn't quite as good as uh look, <clears throat> they, Humphrey and Peters are on the outside. Um, Humphrey plays right corner. He doesn't match up. So that means Peters plays left corner. Um, the slot corner is kind of a new guy. He's been there, but he's the primary slot corner now, and that's Brandon Stevens. Um, they play some big nickel to get the three safeties on the field because they've got the rookie Hamilton. Um, they play a lot of dimes so they can get Hamilton on the field. You know, So I think they're working in some new people, and they have a new coordinator. So it's a work in progress. Do you think Marcus Peters is a guy that they may target here? I mean, yes. yeah. I mean, it feels like he's vulnerable to big plays. Yeah, I wonder what the fu- the argument was between Peters and Harbaugh. What that was? Uh, that we don't know, and we yeah. know Peters has been volatile at times. Yeah, throughout his yeah I'm just wondering if. Yeah, I just because John, they're actually much healthier at, at corner than they were last year at this time. Remember, they were really in trouble with with right Humphrey. So there are no more excuses. Now you're right, John. They have a new D coordinator 
and the guy that re- that he's replacing is obviously a legend and tremendous who's now with the Giants. So uh, now I will say this: last year when these two teams played with a different coordinator, Wink Martindale, they did match Humphrey on Chase. Mm. This year they have not used Humphrey as a matchup corner. But I can't tell you what they will do on Sunday. And, and Chase got him too. Chase got him. Chase got him last year a number of times. Yeah. But, so I can't tell you, John, what they're going to do this week. I don't know. I mean, you saw it. You you told us you've you know you could double two, right? You can't double three. I wonder why teams just don't right now just double Higgins and Chase and take their chances with Boyd and Hayden Hurst. Don't know the answer to that. Yeah, yeah, just. <laughs> Um, Adam, it's not looking good for Bateman, man. That's a buzz kill. No, no, although he did say, I guess Harbaugh said that he told him, don't count him out. Who? Uh, Bateman. Uh, Bateman. But if he doesn't practice tomorrow, forget it. Man. Tell you what, Dobbins looks pretty good, though. Yeah, he, he has a chest injury, but he's good to go. Yeah. They still uh, didn't run the ball very well at all. Oh, uh, no. You know, maybe they need a little Gus Edwards in that mix. A big maybe. guy. Yeah, he just started working. Oh, by the way, you're wrong about Byron Jones. He he's not working. Why? Well, I didn't say he was working, but he was eligible to return. Yeah, I thought he's maybe. not. Okay, yeah, he's not practicing at all, and they don't know when he's going to practice. Oh, all right. I mean, I, all I know is he's el- was eligible. Yeah, they, they got dude. They got problems in their secondary. As soon as David Howard went out, that's when it all opened up for Burrow. Uh right. Uh, teams have been now. There's another guy. Teams are. I don't say picking on him, but he's given up plays. That I know. I've seen that, but uh. All right, let's go to, uh, well, the Ravens otherwise offensively. I don't know. I mean, they'll figure it out, Greg. If if they don't have Bateman, they'll figure it out. Like, they'll just run a, a lot, you know? Well, they, don't right? play, they don't play wide receivers a lot anyway, John. So, basically, basically, when they get into third and long, the personnel they have on the field is Duvernay, Bateman, Likely, and Andrews. When that's that's been what they've done mostly when they were in third and long. I mean, Duvernay's look good. I I let's hope Ronnie Stanley could play this week. Yeah, I don't know why the Bengals are give up production to tight ends, but they do. They they absolutely do. So a good spot there for uh, Mandrews, and then finally uh, Raiders Chiefs. And I personally feel like Hunter Renfro. They need Hunter Renfro, Mm -hmm. and Adam. It looks like he's trending right now toward a return where did he practice today yes. yeah okay i want to know Brad, he was a full participant i saw that earlier today okay. I'm, let me look at my my list that i got from them today yeah i mean i would i would imagine yeah that's, that... okay he t- he got he okay now he's got to get through for, remember they have to practice saturday as well uh that means he's one step away from getting clear since he got took a full practice in today he's one step away that's good greg you've seen the offense how how critical might it be to get that third guy in there that, you know, you can pepper him with targets if coverage dictates that. Talking about the Raiders? Raiders and how important Hunter Renfro. I think it's very important. Um, but I thought McDaniels did a really smart thing last week. When teams are struggling to win, the way you normally stabilize your offense is to line up and run the ball. And they did that last week, and they did it really effectively. Yeah, and I think I saw Mike Lombardi uh, – today talking about josh jacobs you know his son's the offensive coordinator Mick. and he he basically said that that you know they're very happy with jacobs uh they believe like he really loves football so i uh, don't maybe they had some questions and he's proven to them that he does in fact love football and he does look pretty good uh so 
I, I do think uh, it's a decent matchup overall. Obviously, these teams know each other well. Uh, last year, Mahomes uh, lit them up, but th- it's a different defense. Uh, so, Greg, any thoughts? on? Have you seen much of the Raider D this year? Yeah, I mean, they've got concerns in the secondary. Big. Um, so I think yeah. that that's, you know, with Mahomes, that's what you'd look for in this game. And I will say yeah. this. The, the Chiefs have actually run the ball pretty effectively. They'll never be a high-volume run team, I don't believe, uh, with Mahomes. But when they've run it, they've run it well. And that's mostly Edwards Alaire. Uh, mostly. Yeah. He's looked pretty good. I mean, a little, right? A little Pacheco as, uh, as well. Yeah. yeah do you, what do you think of Pacheco? I mean, boy, he does some dancing back there. A lot of motion. Yeah, but he's powerful, too. He's tough to tackle. He's completely from CEH. He Stop. does play with a lot of energy and velocity. You know, yeah, he runs sure hard. I mean, that will give him for, for, no, for Buck, sure. Bucker, they don't know when Bucker is going to be ready, the kicker, for those who care about that stuff. The kicker, the butt kicker. What do you think, uh, Sky Moore? It, it, it's it's going to happen soon. Well, I mean, Juju, MVS, and Hardman, they, they're not that good. They haven't been that good. So... Yep. I saw something from Sky Moore last week, Adam. Where I love those. I love it's those. coming. He looked explosive. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty pumped for. Uh, he's. He's just so much. He's already better than Hardman, if you ask me. But that's just me. Yeah. So we shall well, see. If they thought so, he'd be playing more. So they don't well, think. Guess so. what? He started to in this last game. <clears throat> so we'll. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. I, I. I think he'll take his job. Now the thing is, Greg's right. They're second. Oh, Oakland. Vegas secondary is terrible. This should be a huge Mahomes game, and you don't need Tyreek Hill to beat the secondary. So right. This is one of the worst secondaries in the NFL. So I mean, it be. might be a, a Sky Moore coming out party. Okay, here. we'll see. I don't know how much you'll play. on tape here. I, I like on tape. I like what I if saw. It, if, it, if it doesn't happen, we'll burn it and delete it from the servers. Yeah. But if it does, we'll 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 put it on Google Hope and pay for advertising. Out. We'll play a lot if it's a blowout, that's for sure. All right, well, that'll wrap it up here. I think we ran a little late. Uh, any inactive note here? Yeah, Davis is inactive because he had to be. He just got there. So they, they're dressing. Uh, your favorite, Divine Ozigbo, has been about 10 teams already. Oh, wait a second. Uh, where the hell was he? I saw Divine Ozigbo. Was, he's, he's, oh, my God. I know. I know. You lose track because he's been on so many teams. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So he's on the Broncos, and he's the number three running yeah, back. He'll, dra- he'll dress until they think Murray's ready. That's all. All right. All right. So there it is. For Adam Kaplan and Greg Cosell, I'm John Hanson. We thank Banku Canis. Make sure you tune in for all the other broadcasts and all that good stuff. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, please. Our guy, Banku Canis, he gets happy every morning. He checks to see how many subscribers we have. Please do that and subscribe to the podcast feed. So wrapping it up here, the Week 5 Matchup Points live stream at FantasyPoints.com. Good luck this week. We'll talk to you next week.